This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Uh, We are now uh, going to talk about the latest CARP advocacy campaign. And we're used to these campaigns asking the government to do things for us. But this year, the organization is featuring something we can all do for ourselves, and that is stand up straight and move our buns. Study after study shows the benefits of even a little moderate exercise, even if it's started late in life. So if you could put it in a pill, doctors say that exercise would be a miracle cure. It would be the fountain of of youth. Uh, And I have to tell you that uh, I know a lot of people and the difference of people at the same age who are fit and people who are not fit is is huge. If you take a 50-year-old or a 60-year-old and, you know, one looks 10 years younger than the other and, and moves 10 years younger, if not more. I'm here with Dr. Iris Gorfinkel. She's a family physician and the founder of Prime Health Clinical Research. And uh, on the line, we have Bill Van Gorder, who's a board member of the CARP National uh, Executive. Hi to you both. Hello, Libby. Thanks so much for having me. Hello. Thank you for inviting us. Okay, great. Well, uh, Iris, um, uh, in in a short version, why should people take this up late in life, and how how hard is it? You you have patients. How hard is it for somebody who is sedentary to start? Libby, I think you hit the proverbial nail right on its head. At every single age, people can make a huge difference to their health, and it's vastly underutilized for, from physicians. And if you look right down to the cellular level, our cells are younger when we exercise. So you're absolutely right. It is important to do every single day. 30 known chronic conditions are reduced through exercise and 13 known cancers. And I would submit that really you'd be hard-pressed to name a condition that's not going to be affected by exercise. I, I know that some doctors actually prescribe exercise. I'm one of them. I prescribe exercise pretty much to most patients that I see. And I think the key is, is following up on the questions, not just saying, this is what you need to do, but actually asking, are you now doing it? Uh-huh. Uh, Bill Van Gorder, uh, you know a lot of Zoomers. Uh, what are the obstacles, in your opinion, to people starting to exercise? I think the problem with getting into a fitness activity is that most people think that it's very hard, it's going to take a lot of time, and going to be difficult for them because they haven't done it for a long time. They don't realize that something as simple as walking on a regular basis uh, is a great way to begin a fitness activity, and and walking is one of the best exercises that we can can find. Seventy percent of Canadians in a a recent survey showed that 
said that walking was their form, favorite form of fitness, and all we're doing is trying to encourage more of us to join that uh, uh, that that whole attempt. Uh, Dr. Gorfinkel, it, it's not just that it's good for you physically, and it is, uh, but it's also good for your mind, staving off dementia. It's not only staving off dementia, the concentration improves, cognitive function improves, memory scores improve, and I'm not being reductionist in saying that's the whole, sta- the whole tale. It's not. There's more to it than that, but certainly doing what we can and making sure that that's done makes a tremendous difference. I think on a spiritual and emotional level, it makes a tremendous difference. It's the difference between a sense of empowerment and the difference of, of feeling passive about your care. So I'm a huge believer and it makes a big difference. Many of the many of the things that we do take tons to treat, sometimes even hundreds. For example, if you're on a statin drug and you're high risk, say you're diabetic, well, we need to treat 30 people with a statin drug if you're high risk. That is, you're diabetic, you've had a heart attack, you've had a stroke. Compare that to the number needed to treat for exercise. Number needed to treat is one. For every single person that exercises, we're helping one person at least in one of those 30 chronic conditions or in cancer reduction. Um, the other thing is I, I can tell you that, that I have some arthritis. That's pretty bad. Well, the, what helps it? Exercise helps it. Oh, absolutely. It's the muscles that serve like rubber bands that are shock absorbers so that that way bone isn't hitting bone directly. It makes a tremendous difference, and I think it's vastly underutilized. Um, yeah, and uh, Bill, uh, do you have any uh, thoughts on how to get people to move their buns? Well, one of the things is to realize that uh, fitness can be very social. It's you know the best way to uh, to get started is to grab a friend and go out for a walk, uh, get involved with a local uh, walking group, something that's easy for you to do. If there's a pool nearby, certainly go swimming. That's wonderful, low impact. Uh, a fitness activity, but you can't take your pool with you. You can go for a walk every day. And what a better way to socialize with your friends, get out of the house, and do something for yourself that's going to make a huge difference in the, for the rest of your life. Uh, the the other thing that I'd say, and I, this works for me, uh, is putting it in the schedule. And uh, you have a time every day, and uh, it just becomes a habit. I think you're absolutely right. Where there's no choice, that makes it easier to do. But then on the other hand, you have to ask yourself, what are the real, the barriers to my exercising? Why am I not doing it? And I think that the answer to that is really telling. For me as a family doctor, if I recommend exercise and the person says, I can't or I won't, the next question that just leaps out is why is that? What is the barrier that you see? And sometimes that barrier can be things like depression, it can be dementia, it can be loneliness. There, there are so many different reasons why somebody may not want to just get up and exercise. Okay, well, you know what? We're sitting here talking about getting up and moving our buns, so um, we are going to uh, just demonstrate one little thing. So, Bill, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about your own uh, regime while we get up and show the cameras that, that we can uh, get up and move? 
Right. Well, when I walk, I walk with Nordic walking poles. And the reason that I do that is uh, twofold. Number one, it means that I'm uh, using a fitness activity for my upper body muscles, too, which just increases the the benefit of walking with your lower body muscles. And secondly, because I'm uh, using the poles, it makes the walking feel like it's easier. It makes me more steady when I walk and means that I am able to uh, have my fitness program on a regular basis without worrying about it being too much for me. Okay, yeah. Uh, I see we have a caller waiting, and uh, I see he's uh, he's got... Uh, I, this is somebody that we hear from a lot, and um, I hate to say this, Stephen, in Parkdale, but it sounds like you've got an excuse. Uh, no, actually, well, this is it. People, you know, exercise in itself is boring. So, you know, uh, before we amalgamated our cities, community centers were all free. You had so many activities to go to, whether it be yoga, whether it be volleyball, whether it be badminton, that were social. To be doing something social where you're actually exercising but actually having fun. Uh, I I think the city uh, governments should be subsidizing these kind of things. Okay, but but uh, is something stopping you from doing a little bit of exercise in your home or going for a walk? Uh, well, actually, my feet stop me from going for a walk, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and as I say, ex- exercise by itself is kind of boring and tedious. Well, Stephen, did you see your doctor about it? Did you talk to your doctor about your foot problem? Maybe your foot problem could be helped. No, actually, I was doing the volleyball and badminton, and then the feet went bad, and I had to stop doing these things, and my mobility went way down because uh, my feet went uh, south on me. It's, so uh, right now I'm a very fat guy, and people say, oh, if you exercised, uh, you wouldn't be so fat. But uh, I was doing the exercises and being active, and uh, I couldn't do it anymore because of uh, my feet. Okay, I'm uh thanks Stephen for your call and okay. uh he says that uh his feet went bad and he gained a lot of weight and it's a problem. Isn't that uh, too bad? He should talk to his family physician about what his options are. And sometimes a referral to a physiotherapist. I'll use them like personal trainers, just one or two visits. Show me what I need to do. Make sure that I'm doing it right. I'll see you in a few weeks while I do what I'm told to do. And again, that checking in helps to improve our compliance to the exercise. After a while, it just grows on itself. We do it and we want to do it because it feels physically and emotionally good to do it. Well, yeah, you you can end up in a in a position where you actually, your body craves the exercise. Oh, and not only, it'll miss it if you yeah. don't. You can really feel its absence and that doesn't even take long. Yeah, and you know, uh, as we get older, we have aches and pains. Things get tight, like your lower back, but, but a little bit of exercise kind of loosens it up. It makes all of the difference. And unlike so much of modern medicine, which is sit down, I'm going to give you a prescription for a pill. This is finally something that somebody can do for themselves. It's a very different implicit message. It's it's a message of empowerment as opposed to passivity in in your care. Um, Yeah, but again, I I really think there's a kind of um, emotional 
barrier for people. Um, they just are convinced that they can't or that it's really boring. Uh, Bill, do you have anything to say about that? Well, that's uh, one of the reasons that uh, CARP is uh, starting a Stand Up Straight and Get Moving campaign to get people walking together, because one of the, the best ways to motivate yourself is to go with a friend. Uh, remember that uh, walking is easy. It's not a case of uh, speed. You don't need to be, be fast. The idea is to get out and take as many steps as you can and increase that amount as you uh, uh, go along, and you will find that the social uh, aspects of getting together Together with other people, having their encouragement too, could help you go a long way toward uh, getting uh, getting out regularly and looking forward to it. Uh, okay, uh, we've got Jenny in Etobicoke, and Jenny, uh, you have some suggestions, right? For Stephen, we just got back from chair exercises, and believe me, as a senior, they're not for wimps. But you're sitting down, and it's a false prevention thing, and you really get exercised. <laughs> uh, and uh, do you do you do the chair exercises because you have some mobility issues? Um, I think everybody does when they get to be eighty. They have concerns about falling, but nothing specific. But it's certainly we have many in the class who do have mobility issues, and we sit in a chair for over half of the exercises, and even. And then if you still have to remain in the chair while we do a few standing ones, you have the chair to support you or you can stay in the chair. And this is through a community center. And I guess, I don't know if we advertise, but Bayshore put these on for seniors and they're free. Okay, well, I hope Stephen is uh, still listening. I don't know if that's in his neighborhood, but, um... but... Well, there's lots of community centers, Libby. And another little thing about the Nordic walking sticks, I find in this nice weather, I start out walking quickly, and then, oh my goodness, you hear a bird singing, and first thing you know, you're strolling. Your Nordic sticks keep you going at a pace, and they're wonderful. Well, I know, uh, Bill, uh, uh, you use those uh, Nordic sticks, correct? I certainly do. Okay. And, Thanks and, for and, all your uh, tips, guys. It's appreciated. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's bye. wonderful. One thing I wanted to mention is that the exercise bug ideally would come from within. So here, Bill and I differ just a little bit. While it's nice to attach it to a friend, I cannot tell you how many couples I see where the husband says, well, the only reason I'm not exercising is because Jane here doesn't, and I just stop him right there. I said, I'm not jumping into that swimming pool, but I just share with you that you cannot place your inability to exercise or unwillingness to exercise on anybody else. I hear the same thing about eating. It's his fault. He buys chips. I'm like, forget that. You're the one putting them in your mouth. She's not exactly <laughs> stuffing your face with them. Okay, uh, we're running out of time. We're going to take a very quick call from Dave in Hamilton. Hi, Dave. Hi, Gus and Libby. I have a terrible uh, leg foot situation, peripheral neuropathy, and I've been laid up with an illness for a couple of years. But what I do now is I get out, I push myself. Sometimes it hurts, but when I come back, I feel better. The other thing, too, is to smile, say hi to someone. Usually people will react, and if someone has a dog, you're opening up a conversation if you are also a dog lover. So think positive, everyone. Great. That's great advice. Thanks, Dave in Hamilton. Um, I love that idea, Dave. And in fact, I, you know one of the prescriptions I give? Libby, don't laugh at this. It's the big box prescription. Pick your big box store. 
I don't know if I'm allowed to say this online, Home Depot, Walmart, whatever it is, and you walk every single aisle. And the beauty is you have the cart holding you and supporting you. And then during that time, you have three social interactions. How about that toilet paper? Boy, that seems like a good deal. But the idea is three social interactions. So for those of you who are living alone and who are asking yourself, how do I do this? Well, we're lucky. We have Wheeltrans. You get to your big box and you take the big box prescription. You know what? I was in the grocery store yesterday trying to figure out prices on on dish pods, and I realized that the same exact thing at eye level was more expensive than if you bent down and got a box of the same thing. Don't tell me that's the first time you ever saw that living. But with the exact same thing. Every day at every store. The exact same thing. So, people, when you're in the supermarket, bend down. You'll save money. That's another reason. Okay, we've got to go now. Thanks so much to Dr. Iris Gorfinkel and Bill Van Gorder. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, and there's going to be an entire episode of the Zoomer TV tonight focusing on this at 10 o'clock. It is on. On Vision TV, 60, Channel 60 on Rogers, Bell 5 TV, Channel 213, and regular Bell, Channel 65. And we now break for traffic and news. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.